Hey, welcome to the Victory Family Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We hope you had a great Christmas. Now everybody can just relax and breathe. Everything's over. Not everybody. Not everybody. I can't relax right now, and there's a reason. Don't you think John looks great in a sweater? He only wears them at Christmas. Painful. The only thing my wife loves me to wear is what is uncomfortable. (laughs) I want you to tell him when you see him he looks good in sweaters. Yeah, the itch is not... Not the way I wanted to start my new year. But anyway, hey, today we really just want to take some time and and just a brief amount of time to help you enter into 2023 very intentionally. Really, we want to give you, if you will, a roadmap to the four desires that God has for you in 2023. You know, all of us when we travel today use GPS. The New Year's is an incredible time to be able to make U-turns. I know when I miss something, GPS says, turn around. New Year's is a begin-again opportunity. And so I want to encourage you, let's really stop. Let's focus and see where do we want to go in 2023. The New Year is a great time to evaluate your walk with God. And I want to read with you a, a scripture, Psalms 92, 12 through 14, and it says that the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will bear fruit in old age, and they will stay fresh and green. You know, God says that when we're planted in the house of the Lord, that's where we flourish. And all of us have seeds of potential inside of us. But sometimes in our walk with God, we feel stuck and we feel like we'll never reach that potential. But here at Victory, we have a process where you can really find your purpose in God. And that's what we want to talk about today. You know, there are four desires, truthfully, that God has for every human being, those that love him, those that may despise him, those that deny him. And it's God's heart for people, his desire to have an intimacy with man. And he wants you to know him personally, to find freedom in your life, to discover your purpose and to make an eternal impact with your life. But, you know, the first thing before anything is to is to come to know God at victory. Being a part of what God has called you to do in the local church, being, as Michelle said, planted, not sporadic, but planted in your local church will cause you to flourish in your everyday life. And you may be like John and I. We grew up in church, but we didn't really know God. We knew of Him, but we didn't know Him in an intimate and a personal way. And I like to use that example of like maybe you're a Steeler fan, and you know the Steelers. You may know them, but you may not know them intimately on a on an individual basis. But God wants to know you individually. Yes. He wants to have an intimate relationship with you, and that is our desire for you in 2023 is to have have that intimacy with God that you really desire, that every human being desires in their heart. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 says this, The unfailing love of the Lord never ends. By His mercies, now remember this, God's mercy is His desire to treat you better than you deserve. By His mercies, we have been kept from complete destruction. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies are new every morning, every morning, every day of the world, God desires to treat you literally better than you deserve. And that is so good to know. And if you don't know that, you can find that out. And that's why we want to talk about the steps that we have here at Victory, the process that we have that you can take in 2023 to really know Him and know what He knows and how He feels about you personally. And He has desires for you. Yes. The fact of it is, 
God wants to know you personally, not this vague religious thing, but he intimately wants to know you. So how do you do this? Yeah, And I, I, you know, I I feel like sometimes people can think of God as like how my daughter treats people in traffic. (laughs) I'm going to tell my daughter right now, she has a lot of road rage. And when she lives in Charleston, South Carolina, and I was riding with her recently when we were in traffic. And when she gets mad at somebody, she'll honk the horn and she'll look at them and she'll do a thumbs down. And I'm like, oh my God. That's better than another finger. (laughs) She's like, I do a thumbs down, Mom, because I want them to know I'm disappointed in them. And that's how you can feel sometimes about God is yeah. that God is looking at you constantly and giving and you a thumbs, thumbs down. down. But that's not how God is. No. No, He loves you so much, and He is pleased with you, and He sees you as His child, and He wants to know you intimately, and He wants to to be such a part of your life, and that, like you said, His mercies, mercies are renewed every morning. Nope. How do you actually do this? The first thing is this. You're not making God love you. He loved you first. And until you understand his great love for you, that he's reaching toward you first, you'll never respond to him. The Bible actually tells us that we love God because he loved us first. So I want to help you as you talk about knowing God and understanding what that looks like in 2023 is making him first in your life. Now, what are the practical ways you do that? In, in, the, uh, in the context of, of the local church, which God designed for you. Number one is make him first in your week. Come to church regularly and bring your family. Make him first in your week. Make him first in your day through a daily devotional, not some dead religious thing that you feel compelled to do, but learning to have a, de- a daily devotional with God that is life-giving. Also surrounding yourself with people and friends that have the same desires toward God that you do. Those people that desire to know God and walk through life as imperfect as we are. And that leads us to the second desire that God has for us, and that's to find freedom. And here at Victory, how we want you to find freedom is by getting involved and being a part of a small group. And I just want to read to you a scripture in James 5, in in verse uh 16, it says, make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. God says that the way that we get healed is by confessing our sins one to another. We need people in the body of Christ. And that's where we find freedom is in small groups. You know, we want to encourage you, take the mask off, get real with people. You know, you may be afraid and think that, People, oh, if they really know who I, who I am and how I struggle, that they'll judge me. Or they'll reject you. Yes. And that's just the total opposite of what happens in small groups. Because when you open up and you confess your sins to other people and what you're struggling in, you'll find that they'll say, oh, I've done that too. Or I'm struggling in that well, way too. Let me clarify okay. something for you is this, is that when we say confess your sins, I grew up Catholic. You may think of like coming into a confessional, telling everybody what you've done wrong. That's not what, that's not what the Bible's speaking of. It means that you can be real. It means that you confess who you really are and what you really struggle with. Because there's a reality in that scripture that Michelle quoted, that the only way that you will come to the fullness of living free from yesterday is simply to expose your heart to human beings that know Jesus like you do. And you must receive the love of God the acceptance of God, the affirmation of God's people, not on your best day, but on your worst day, if you're going to live in freedom. 
When people see the ugliest parts of you and they love you unconditionally, that brings huge freedom. And that will show you how God loves you unconditionally and how much he wants to be a part of every issue that you're facing in your life. Because all of us have issues all of us have had junk. All of us have had junk from the past. Yeah, yeah. Hey, also listen for men. Most men would hear this and think, "Hey, listen, I don't want to do a kumbaya where I talk about my feelings all day." <laughs> our, our small groups aren't designed. We're not just saying you come together and this is what's wrong with me. It's an open freedom. It's a place where you don't have to show, put on a show, put on a mask, because most people never live in their future. They always live in their past. And that's why we have the Freedom Conference yes. and the Freedom Groups. And the groups Freedom Small Group. Do. It's incredible. Yes. Let's talk a little bit, Michelle, about how you and I went through freedom and the impact it's had in our life. Because a lot of people don't understand when we say the Freedom Small Group, we're not talking about addiction. We're talking about a small group that actually is about you finding freedom. Everybody learning how to find freedom. Talk a little bit about how it's well, impacted I think that, you. First of all, you need to know that. You have to get over your past to get into the future of what God has for you, to step into the purpose God has for you. And so through the 12 weeks of doing this Freedom Small Group, you will deal with so many different things that will help you overcome your past. And I know for myself, I wish I had had this when I was first saved. I would have given anything to have gone through this then. It has changed my life. And every time I even teach it, it changes my life. God and the Holy Spirit will bring you revelation of deep inner things that you may be um, facing and dealing with that you aren't even aware of at this point in your walk with God, but that's stopping you from knowing God. And then living in freedom. Yeah. And see here, the Bible tells us again and again, even in Philippians, that we're to forget what's behind and then press on to the high calling of God that exists for you, to the prize of that high calling in Jesus Christ. Now, here's the reality of that. Forgetting from behind and what's behind doesn't mean I can't remember. Forgetting in the Bible means it has no impact on your future. God wants you to live in freedom. Now, what we did all, it do for your life? Well, John? the same with me is that I went through it, and as a guy, and to be honest with you, I I'm not real good with feelings. I grew up with four brothers. Feelings weren't like celebrated. If in fact, if you had one, somebody was probably going to pound you for it, and so. But going through the freedom group, the small group, and the the amazing part of it is the end of it, it it, it ends with a retreat, a Friday night and a Saturday. Doesn't mean you're spending the night anywhere. (laughs) No no sleeping bags. But in that environment, certainly that retreat is probably 50% of the value of going through freedom. And when I went through it and I went through the, the, the retreat, it had such an impact in my life. Now, Michelle's gone through freedom and led it multiple times. I've gone through it multiple times. And for some of you that have never gone through freedom, I really want to encourage you to make this your first next step in getting into a small group in 2023. And for some of you who have gone through freedom in the past, maybe prior pandemic, consider doing it again. Because I'm telling you, every time you go through it, you're going to find keys from God to find greater freedom in your life and to live past your yesterday. The second small group we want to point you to generally, now there are many, many small groups, but one that we also want to encourage you to consider is called Unconditional. It's a small group that, that I actually taught on video, and there's a workbook that's been created with it that will teach you about the unconditional love of God. 
absolutely critical if you're going to learn how to lean into the God that wants to know you, for you to know him, and then to find freedom. Because if you don't find freedom, you're trapped. And then you can never get to the third desire that God has for you. And that's to discover your purpose in the earth. Proverbs chapter 19, 21 says this, many are the plans in a man's heart and in his mind, but it's the Lord's purpose for him that will stand and prevail. Today, we want to help you to understand how to discover your purpose. I recently read a survey that eight out of 10 people in America that are born again Christians do not know their purpose and do not know why God put them on the earth. And that is such a vital, crucial thing for you to know is that God he has something for you to do. And the scripture that I read about that you'll flourish in the house of the Lord, yeah. he wants you to flourish. He wants you to fulfill your purpose and find the significance that he put you on the earth for. And it's not just to pay your bills and to raise your kids, but it's also to make a significant difference in other people's lives. You know, the two greatest days of your life are the day you're born and then the day you discover why. Remember this, the way God designed you reveals your destiny. You might say, well, how do I discover that? Well, what are the things that make you angry or, or, or mad or weep or pound the table? Those are the things, the passions that God has put within you, that he's called you by his kingdom's power to make a difference in this world. You know, your kingdom purpose is revealed by what you were designed by God. Listen now, to do for others. It is countercultural, but the only way you are going to fulfill your purpose in this life, and the reason that being a part of a local church, making weekend services a, a, a standard in the way you live your life, getting involved in small groups and leading them and sti sticking with that, that intimate process, it's going to take you to the place to where you would discover your design. And then you will learn to live, give, and love beyond yourself. And until what you do is beyond you, until what you do and how you live your life is serving somebody else greater than you, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how successful you are, what people may think of you, what, if your life looks like an and Instagram know, reel. And I know you've shared that you know people that have multiple wealth oh, my, that you've yeah. said on their deathbeds where they've said yes. it didn't mean anything. Yes. There was such an emptiness inside of them because God has designed us as human beings to make an impact in other people's lives. To to It does something inside of you when you yes. do that. And that's the fourth desire of God for your life, to make an eternal impact, make an impact. Until you get that, you will live a half-life. Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us brand new in Christ Jesus. Listen, so we can do the good things he planned for us to do long ago. Living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. He wants us to live the good life. He absolutely does. God wants to bless our coming in. The Bible says, and when you go out. In the city, in the field, anywhere you go, wherever you set your hand, yeah. he wants you to prosper. But if that prosperity is inwardly focused alone, you will miss how the kingdom works entirely. And it is so 
uh, contrary to the culture. Absolutely contrary. The world will tell you that you serve yourself. Yes. And that's how you'll find significance and, and it'll make you happy. But all of us know that there's something empty inside of us. There's something that we're always searching for if we don't know what God put us on the earth to do. And so he has such an amazing plan for your life. And we want you to fulfill that in 2023. Absolutely. And there's so many ways to serve here at Victory. Absolutely, yeah. It's not just at weekend services. We have... Um, Everything our, from Victory yes. Group, serving people with addiction, to feeding people, to caring. It, it, it's, it's literally as diverse as the needs and the desires and the skills gifts and skills of the entire people of God, the body of Christ, discovering that purpose and then acting on it. You will never make an impact if you're waiting for your life to give you permission. And, you know, we want you to know that if you jump in and you serve and you don't like an area where you're serving, you can find another area to serve in. Yeah, this isn't the mafia. You can get out. Just try something. It's just making a step. Yes. It's not yeah. a leap. It's just making one step. And making that step, you'll see that the grace of God, the power of God, things that you've been struggling with in your life will break off of you. You know, when Peter was in jail, I just want to remind you of this scripture. When he was in jail and, and the angel came and appeared to him and said, you know, to come with me. When he told him to get up and come with him, he still had chains on him. Right. He could have sat there and said, God, I can't, you know, to the angel, he could have said, I can't go with you. I have chains on me yeah. and sat there. But no, he stood up with the chains on. And when he did that, that's when the miracle happened and the power of God broke those chains off of him. And he was able to walk out of that jail free and to fulfill his purpose. Absolutely. And God wants you to make just one step at a time, but making those steps will break those chains off of your life. I don't care if you're in the up and out or the down and out. Maybe yeah. you are a multimillionaire, but you struggle in um, things that that nobody knows about, or you're a, a addict that you're just trying to survive day to day. Yeah. It doesn't matter. When you stand up and you make that step, God will meet you right where you're at. Until you live the purpose of God for your life, until you serve beyond yourself, you're going to live a half-life. And so... And there's people on the other end of your freedom. Oh, my. And there are people begging for freedom. Yes. That that you're the answer to their prayer. You might say, man, come on, man, I can't be the answer to somebody's prayer. No, you really are. We want to challenge you. Yeah. You know, we can make a significant difference in our region of reaching people, and you can step into that and be a part of it. And so to recap, God has four desires for your life, every human life, to know Him intimately, to find freedom and live past your past, to discover your God-given purpose in the earth, and then to act on that purpose and make an impact. But, you know, if you've never actually given your life to Christ— And I'll explain what I mean by that in just a moment. If you've never done that, this is where it starts. Because for many of us, we try to make ourselves right with God. The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 13, says this, Come back to the Lord your God. He is kind and full of mercy. He is patient and keeps his promise. He is always ready to forgive you and not punish you. I don't know what you've ever felt and thought about God, but I saw God as a punisher, not as a lover. I saw God as someone who, if I came close to him, he was going to put me in a place to where he was going to get even with me. And until you understand that you don't get right with God based on religion, 
That's right. Even church, as important as this is in your life, it's not the way you get right with God. No church can do that for you. No church sacrament can do that for you. Your good works, trying to be better than, than you have. This year, I'll be better than I was last year. It isn't enough to bring you in an intimate relationship with God. The only way that happens is to receive the Savior. We just came out of the season of Christmas where we celebrated the Savior coming to the earth. And he came for the simple reason. So that the sinless, spotless Son of God could hang on a cross and all of the wrath of God that was due me for my sin fell to him. Mm-hmm. What kind of love is this? That the righteous judge of all the earth judged us guilty, condemned us to an eternity away from him. But his mercy boasted, the Bible said, against that judgment. And he so loved us that he came to the earth to satisfy the claims of that justice. And when he hung on that cross, the justice of God was satisfied. The righteousness of a holy God was was satisfied. And God poured his wrath out on himself. And when Jesus died on that cross, he died in your place. And he died in my place. And he did it for you. Now, I want to give you the opportunity as you begin this new year to really begin this new year brand new because of him. If you've never given your life to Christ, if you've never invited the Savior into your life, and by the way, he only comes by invitation. You don't like just morph into being a Christian. Well, I go to church, I must be a Christian. No, you have to invite him into your life. He only comes by invitation. And by the way, he turns no one away. And that includes you. If you desire to receive Christ into your life, I want to pray for you right where you're at, whether you're alone or with a group of people. And if you're with a group of people, just bow your heads together and close your eyes. And if you desire to receive Christ in your life, pray this out loud where you hear it. Jesus will come into your heart. He will never leave you and never forsake you. Pray where you hear this. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I come to you in the name of Jesus. And I believe with all my heart. And I believe with all my heart. That Jesus died for my sins. That Jesus died for my sins. When he hung on that cross. When he hung on that cross. He bore my judgment. He bore my judgment. He bore my sin. He bore my sin. And he bore my shame. And he bore my shame. I open the door of my life and heart. I open the door of my life and heart. And Jesus, I invite you in. And Jesus, I invite you in. I receive you now. I receive you now. To be my Savior and Lord. To be my Savior and Lord. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I am now a child of God. I am now a child of God. My sin debt is canceled. My sin debt is canceled. And when I die. And when I die. I am heaven bound. I am heaven bound. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. Amen. 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 You just made the greatest decision that you could ever make. You know, we want you to know that John and I are praying for you in 2023. And just like we found freedom in our life and we found our purpose and we are um, doing what God called us to do, he wants to do that for you in your world and in your influence. And so we're praying that you will find him this year and that no matter what's going on in the world, because the world is crazy right now, it doesn't matter. You have him. He's with you. He's for you. And he'll never leave you. Now, don't forget, next weekend is your opportunity to act yes. on what we just talked about. Put God first. Know him intimately. Bring your family. Come to church at all of our campuses. Make him first. Also, in the month of January, there's a men's breakfast. 
The details are available on the screen right now. And there's also a women's event at all of our campuses. Yeah, on uh, January the 27th, it's a Friday evening. The information will be on the screen also. We would love for you to come. Our All Daughters event, it'll be a time at all campuses where we will get together, have a teaching, and have prayer and worship. It'll be a powerful time. We'd love to see you there. Michelle and I want to join hands and pray for your 2023. Yes. We want to speak life over your, over your year for you and everyone you love. Let, let, let us pray for you. Let God do something great in your soul today yes. as you enter into 2023. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up the precious people you've given us the honor to serve as yes, pastors. And we pray that 2023 will be the greatest spiritual year of their life. That's right. And there, as that result, it will give them the greatest year they've ever had in their life. We pray for their families, yes. their relationships, yes, their children, everything that you've called them to be and to do. Lord, we just speak life over them. Yes, that no matter what they may be facing, that nothing, absolutely nothing, is impossible with yes. you. And we speak the favor and the blessing of heaven over every yes. one of their lives. And Father, we just thank you that no matter what, they're struggling with, that you know them, that you care about them. And I thank you that they will feel your presence in 2023 and that this will be the greatest year of their life. Yes. We thank you that they'll make the steps that they need to make to know you more intimately, to find freedom, to find your purpose, and to make an impact. We thank you for that. We agree together by faith and Father, we just thank you that in 2023, this will be the greatest year of every person's life that attends victory. We give you all glory and all honor, and we praise you for what you'll do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Victory Family Church. If you enjoyed listening, please take a moment to rate, review, and share. For more resources, including locations and service times, please visit lifeatvictory.com.